you're listening to Business in Board Shorts, the only podcast dedicated to coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey, AJ, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, CT. I'm excited to be here. Tell listeners where you are located. So I am located in Lehigh, Utah. Uh, If you don't know, it's kind of the tech epicenter of Utah. We're about 30 minutes south of Salt Lake City, and this is where all the the B2B and uh, unicorns are. Have you lived there your whole life? Uh, No, I'm actually originally from Arizona, but I I came here about like probably 18 years ago now, and I fell in love with the mountains, and now I'm a lifer. I'm never leaving. (laughs) And you kind of described a little bit there with the tech hub, but just what's the entrepreneurship scene like there? It's really cool. We have three major universities within about a 30-mile like. Uh, radius. And so there's a lot of hyper-educated talent who comes out. Uh, Each of these schools have a pretty strong entrepreneurship program. So lots of energy and lots of of, uh, ideas around entrepreneurship and startups. And then of course, we've had like, you know, from the success of of WordPerfect and Omniture now to Qualtrics and uh, uh, Domo and Pluralsight and all those folks. Uh, It's just, it's gotten to be a really cool area. Tell listeners what exactly it is that you do. So I run an advertising agency that focuses only on advertising on LinkedIn.com. So it's a little bit, uh, a little bit niche, a little bit special. And how did, so LinkedIn, for those who don't know, has been around since I think 03, 04. How yeah. did you get uh, immersed in that space or what, what made you, you know, I guess kind of to start from the beginning, what made you uh, get into that area? Well, I started out in digital marketing as a search engine optimization guy. So you know, optimizing pages, trying to get to the top of Google. And then I kind of ventured into Google's advertising, which was really exciting to just, hey, I could pay 30 cents and get someone to my page and know immediately whether they bought or not. It's really cool. And so I, I took those skills into a, a business-to-business SaaS company here. Uh, it's been about 10 years ago. And I go in on my very first day to talk to my new boss, the CMO, and I laid out all of my plans for what I wanted to do with all the different ad platforms and, and digital marketing channels. And she said, Oh, all that sounds great. Go ahead and execute it. But just so you know, we started a pilot with LinkedIn ads about two weeks ago. See what you can do. And I saluted and said, yes, ma'am. And walked out of her office and immediately immersed myself in the platform because I didn't want to look stupid to my new boss. And tell us then, how did you go from there to doing your own LinkedIn ads agency? Yeah, well, What ended up happening is I found great success on LinkedIn ads there, success I wasn't expecting. In fact, after about two weeks of running the the channel, my sales reps came up and said, AJ, we don't know what you're doing over here. Like, we're fighting over your leads. Keep it up. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I went into Salesforce, looked at the leads, and sure enough, they were all from LinkedIn. So over the course of about the next two and a half years, I grew that to become LinkedIn's largest spending advertising account. And... After that, I went, okay, this can't be the only company that could benefit from LinkedIn ads. Uh, You know, I'm killing it on them and no one seems to be talking about it. It's like the platform doesn't exist. So that's when I got the inkling back in 2014. Maybe I should start an agency or a consultancy that specializes just in these. What would you say is the most unique business that, that you've seen really great results from on LinkedIn? Oh, th- this one's easy. Uh, we had a, a client who was like a, uh, like an Uber, but with helicopters and they, they would take traffic or they would take, um, 
uh, commuters from Orange County to LA and back. And uh, they, I think they charged like $250 a ride. When I was talking to the marketing manager over there, I said, there's no way this is going to work. Like, you know, what we do with business to business is we, we kind of lead people in with a hook and then we try to nurture that relationship until they're ready for a sales conversation to just say, hey, get out your credit card and book a $250 flight. Like, that's just never going to work. Uh, boy, was I wrong. We, <laughs> we lit it on fire. It was great. Uh, There's so many of these busy executives who hated the, you know, hour and 10 minute commute or whatever from Orange County into LA every day. And uh, that was unexpected, but fun. What makes LinkedIn such a powerful platform? You know, everybody just hears about the Facebook ads and the Google ads, and we've all, you know, been inundated with the Facebook uh, ads, I think, over the years. And so we're all, you know, I think tired of that. Um, and a couple of times that I've seen LinkedIn ads, I mean, to be honest with you, it hasn't been much, but when I have, like, it just sticks out because we're not accustomed to it, at least I, from my point of view. Yeah, the really special thing about LinkedIn ads is the targeting. So we as users get on and we tell LinkedIn what our job title is and where we work and what skills we have. And then we go and join groups about topics that we like. And then they go to the advertisers and say, hey, are you, like, if you have a product that you're only it's only used by senior HR professionals at large tech companies. We can literally say, okay, if you, if, if you have HR in your job title and your seniority of director and above at a company of 500 or more in the tech sector, like that's when we get to show ads to you. It costs significantly more than Facebook, but boy, when you're advertising on Facebook and you're just like, I guess I'll target people with an HR interest. You have to throw out 80 to 90% of those leads. They just, they're not going to be qualified. But with LinkedIn, every single one is qualified. So it's a higher cost, but way more qualified than what you would get elsewhere. Exactly. There's two things I love, catching rays and catching new business. But getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach. Let's transition to the entrepreneurship side of things. What would you say is an underrated quality that you have to have as an entrepreneur? Uh, I, I think entrepreneurs tend to over-index in ADHD, which I, I definitely have, and, and that, that's been fun. But um, underappreciated, I, I think, I mean, I don't know many entrepreneurs who, who don't exhibit this, but that like eternal thirst for learning is so, so important. I, I see so many professionals who will get to a certain point in their career, and they'll go, great, I've made it. I can just rest on my laurels. When you're done learning everything there is to know in your industry, there's still more learning. You can still go and figure things out. Yeah, I always say it's a growth mindset, you know, whether I'm yeah. 35, uh, 55, 85, you know, like you just said, always something more to learn in different areas to dabble in. And I love that. Uh, I guess, okay, on that, on that trend, on that thought, what is, what's a book you recommend? It doesn't have to be particularly entrepreneurship wise, but just uh, any, you know, what's one of your favorite reads? I really liked Dan Pink's Drive and Cialdini, Robert Cialdini's, I think, Influence. Both of those, 
I, I studied psychology back in high school and really loved it and thought I was going to do something with psychology. Then I ended up in marketing and went, oh, there, there's a whole lot of psychology that goes into this. I love the way people think, what motivates them, and both of those books are fantastic. Cool, cool. I will put those on my list. Three questions to close out the, close out the show. What's something you do every day that you wish could be automated? Ooh, can I say work out? <laughs> it's kind of hard to automate working out. Um, I, I think for me, responding to emails, I, I just, there's always so many emails to get to. And uh, if, if they could be automated in a thoughtful way, that would be one I'd be all about. Best business advice? I would say, and I don't know how many of this is going to be applicable for, but I'd say don't partner. If you're capable of doing everything that your business needs, uh, I got caught up in this originally when I first started the company. I was looking for a partner, and I had two really good entrepreneur friends who said, hey, I, I might be interested, but just out of curiosity, if you know how to advertise on LinkedIn, you're capable of doing this, why would you partner with someone? And they were like, if I, and it came out, I was looking to partner out of fear. I wanted someone else to help support me. And they're like, trust me, you don't want a business divorce later. Like if you're capable of doing it, do it. And then, you know, bring in employees if you need skills, but try to own as much of it as you can. <laughs> Best life advice. I think never stop learning. It kind of goes back to that earlier comment, but whether it's in entrepreneurship or just in life, I, I can tell when I meet someone at a party or something and they know a lot of things about a lot of things and, and they're hungry for life, uh, immediately I, I'm just attracted to that person. I want to get to know them. I'm, I'm gravitating towards them. Always be thirsty. There's more than just a career. Like you want to be an interesting human being too. I think it's, it's like an energy field, right? Like it just like you get sucked in. Did you say that, that similar energy? Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. I appreciate your time. Wish you continued success and let's definitely keep in touch. Absolutely, CT. And I just got to tell you, like I'm, I'm dressed in a polo up here, but I've definitely got board shorts on down below. So I'm it's in the brand. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. Thanks. Talk to you next week.